detachment. We're going to talk about detachment today. As I was reading the readings, the first reading with Moses and the tent and all of the people around Moses that when he went out to the tent, which was outside of the camp, all the people would stand up and they'd watch Moses. And then Moses would go into the tent and speak to God. A big column of a cloud would come down over the tent. All the people would worship in the front of their own tents. And Moses was having a face-to-face conversation with God as if he was talking to a man. Nowhere do you hear anyone saying that they have seen the face of God. And so Moses was in there, you know, basically worshiping and saying, Lord, if it's your will, please stay with us. You're merciful, you're kind, but you are going to punish those who are guilty down from their children to their grandchildren. And then he stayed in the tent for 40 days and 40 nights without food or water. Without food or water. And I have to think about detachment. I mean, detachment from the basic essentials of life here. To be with God, to trust God. And I look at what's going on in the world today and my own life. And I just want to ask all of you, What is it that you have a disordered attachment to? Maybe it's your phone. Maybe it's technology, social media. Perhaps it's streaming programming. Maybe it's streaming podcasts. Maybe it's YouTube after YouTube. Maybe it's Telegram, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Do you have a disordered attachment to alcohol, to drugs, to pornography? Maybe it's a disordered attachment to what people think about you. That you just want people to like you. You want to please people. A disordered attachment is something that we think about when we're not doing it or around it. So as you go about your day, are you looking forward to that drink or that drug? Or as you're going through your day, are you desperate to watch that pornography? Or to go flirt with other people or perhaps even act in a sexual way, an inappropriate way based on your state of life?
Maybe it's you're going to a party or you're going to a gathering. Maybe even it's just you're going into mass and you're so concerned and worried about what you will wear and how you look and how you act. So you pose piety and yet you're just thinking about, oh, is Susie looking at my hairdo from behind? Or what will they think about me when I leave? How much will they talk about me? Are you constantly thinking about your job? Money. Worrying about where the next dollar will come or worrying about how you're going to buy those next new things that you think are going to make you happy. Could you go 40 days without it? And I'm not talking water and food. Let's talk about food. Food we need to eat, right? We have to live. But a lot of us have gluttony issues. Are you constantly thinking about having that next treat or that next meal? Or maybe you're at the office and you, you're looking at the donuts and they continue to, <laughs> I don't know, haunt you all day until you finally get in there and satisfy that craving I know all of us are attached to something in some way. And it's a beautiful prayer to ask the Lord to help us to detach from the world and attach ourselves to him. So that when we want to pick up that phone, and I would challenge every single person to put the phone down, not look at it, especially if you're around your family and friends. Maybe it's the TV, maybe it's gaming. I know a lot of people are into video games. Challenge yourself to not do it for a certain amount of time. Or you could really challenge yourself and say, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a Moses and I'm going to take 40 days and 40 nights and not do anything with my phone. Or whatever it is, right? But challenge yourself at least for a couple of hours in the middle of that time when you would most likely be diving in to this disordered attachment. And it's all about how much do I think about this when I'm not doing it or around it. <laughs> you might come up with a list. Grab a pen, grab a piece of paper, and then take it to God and pray. Lord, I'm attached to this. This keeps me away from you. This keeps me away from being my best self. I think a lot of it has to do with where and how you spend your time. And pray on one 
because too often we try on the spiritual walk to take on so much because we do want to get closer to God. And then sometimes we actually set ourselves up for failure because we put too much on our shoulders and we try to do all of it ourselves. We don't ask God for his help. And that is the key because you cannot detach (laughs) without his grace. You can't do it. I know this because I've walked this walk with him. I still have attachments, but I've walked away from others. So for example, vanity. I don't care. This sounds callous, but it's not. Take it for what um, the words really mean. I don't care what people think of me. I don't care if they think I've gained weight. I don't care if they think I, I should put makeup on when I get on a video. I don't care if they think that I should focus my spiritual life in another way. I remember when I was doing the radio show with Christine and we were on YouTube and people would put these comments out there. Whether they were good or bad, I cared too much about what people put out there. And so I had to ask God to detach me from all of it. Don't let me get pumped up and arrogant with the great comments. And don't let me get down and anxious and sometimes angry, sometimes, oh no, maybe I did that wrong, and questioning myself from the bad comments. I just want to be looking to you, Lord, and knowing that what I am doing is pleasing only you. This is back to the audience of one. And I had prayed for detachment. This was in 2019 for the full summer. As a matter of fact, I prayed for that because I was going to go speak to the priests, the 160 priests, and my deliverance experience that was associated with that whole process. And I continued to pray and continued to pray because I really felt this this overwhelming desire of God for me to share my marijuana addiction with the world. And there was no way I was ready for that. No way. Lord, if you want me to do this, you've got to, you got to get me away from any concern about what people say about me, if they're going to judge me, if I'm going to lose friends over this and my family and embarrassment from my neighbors. You've got to give me that detachment. And it Took some time, but the beautiful grace flowed into me during that time of my life, and it has stayed. Sure, there are moments where they pop back up, but immediately I cast away, cast away vanity, cast away the concern of what other people think of me. And then I turn my heart toward the Lord, and I say, fill me with your spirit, fill me with your love. Your acceptance, because you, Holy Trinity, is the only being, person, Almighty God I want to live for. 
So let's take a moment and find out what are we attached to and then pray through that list because I'm sure it will be a list. If you're honest with yourself, it's going to be a list (laughs) and it's okay. Look, you're taking that step to say, all right, I don't want to be looking at women like objects or men like pieces of candy. I want to attach myself and have a great love with my spouse. I want to be more intimate. So what is keeping me from that? My phone, the TV, alcohol, drugs, food, video games. I mean, you know, all this stuff. I'm just kind of trying to pull a bunch of things together so that it can open up your mind a little bit to how attached you really are to money, to your job, to the material goods that you have. Because detachment is an act of humility. And let's remember, there's not a soul in hell that has an ounce of humility. And there's not a soul in heaven who has an ounce of pride. So you may think, oh my gosh, this is an overwhelming task. How will I even do this? You won't. (laughs) I'm sorry, but you alone won't. So let's humble ourselves and ask God to help us determine which one we need to focus on first. And to give us the grace to put it into the right perspective, whatever it is. And in some cases, you may find that you are addicted. So maybe it's a cold, clean snap and you cut it out of your life. In other cases, you can't cut people out of your life or what you think they think about you. You know, those are longer Perhaps, I don't know, maybe God will give you this awesome, miraculous grace and boom, all of a sudden you're like, whoa, I don't really care what Susie thinks of me. I don't care what my brother says. I mean, maybe you care, but you're not overly concerned about it. You don't think about it all day, all week, all month. Okay, I've beaten this one, I think, pretty good. But do it. I really think we all need detachment. Pray with God on the one that you need to work on. And then humbly ask for his grace every day, every morning. Or if you make a plan, perhaps you decide you're going to put your phone down the minute you walk in at night. Let's say you're in the office all day. And you are going to spend your time with your family. I would suggest you don't keep your phone on the table (laughs) there to tempt you when your screen changes color and lights up, when the little green light blinks and says, hey, you've got a message here. Excuse me. Put it in a drawer. Bring it upstairs into another room. Out of sight, out of mind. And the more you do it, the more 
you might feel freedom. And of course, love for your family. If you can get them to put their phone <laughs> phone down and talk to you. I mean, if you're like, you know, if that's the issue, then maybe it's a thing that everybody works on. Or you engage your kids. And so because you're engaging them, they're going to be talking to you and not having their phone in their face, your spouse, etc. All right. Good luck with this. God will show you. And it might open your eyes to how worldly we all still are. I love you all. Go be the light today. Go be love. Have a blessed and inspired day. Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today.